The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yes, the Cooner Report on WRKO AM 680 Radio in Boston is hosted by Jeffrey T. Cooner, liberalism's worst nightmare, a conservative nationalist who champions God, country, and family. And I'm delighted to say that Jeff is back with me now. Jeff, it is good to talk to you again. Um, we might start with this. Um, uh, uh, I nearly said Supreme Court, not quite there yet, but getting there. This appeals court ruling uh, that uh, Donald Trump does not have presidential immunity and can be prosecuted on charges of plotting to overturn the 2020 election. How significant is that? Very significant. And Kieran, it's great to be on with you and your wonderful audience. Uh, It's a blow. Uh, There's no question about it. It was a huge blow to Trump, uh, the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. I mean, to be fair, we were expecting, everybody was expecting the ruling, but it was the sweeping nature of the ruling. And it was a three-judge panel, and they said no. They said Trump has no immunity whatsoever, that he is liable both criminally and civilly for any and all actions taken while he's president of the United States. And now that he's a former president, Jack Smith, the special counsel who's going after him on January 6th, can proceed with his indictment. And now the question is, because Trump is saying he's going to appeal, will this go all the way to the Supreme Court? And my sense is I think it will. And as I explained to to Caleb, one of your producers, what I would have preferred, and I'm not saying this as a Trump supporter, I'm saying this really as someone who's interested in the office, wants to defend the office of the presidency itself. Had the court come out and just said on narrow grounds, we're not going to deal with the issue of presidential immunity. We're going to say you are a candidate. And this was part of electioneering. And so when you said the election was stolen, and you said that they should go out and speak out against it, and you didn't want Biden to be certified. You weren't saying that as part of your duties or responsibilities or functions as president, but as a candidate. You were electioneering. Hence, the case can go forward. They didn't do that. They didn't go on a narrow ground like that. They went on a very sweeping ground. And the sweeping ground is this. They admit in their ruling, it's not just applying to Trump, any president, in other words, any former president can be sued or can even be tried in court for certain actions taken while president of the United States. So in theory, Obama could potentially be indicted or sued for, say, the extrajudicial droning and assassinations of U.S. citizens that took place under his watch. Joe Biden, potentially, once he leaves office, could be sued or even charged with aiding and abetting illegal aliens, which is a crime, coming into our country through his porous border. So what it does is it now puts a former presidents in jeopardy, number one. Number two, going forward, every president now, because of this ruling, potentially, is going to be looking over their shoulder. In other words, if I order a strike or a missile strike or whatever it may Mm. be, Can I be sued? Can I be indicted? And so it's going to paralyze the presidency. And I think that's the reason why the Supreme Court is going to have to take it up, because I don't think they want this appeals court to have the final word. Okay, because I was sorry to cut across you, because I was going to ask about that. Um, I mean, we we have quite prescriptive rules about who can apply or appeal to the Supreme Court and under what conditions. Um, I, I assume it's the same situation in the States. I mean, so it's not taken as read that the Supreme Court 
would deal with this case, but you suspect they will. Yeah, they may not. I mean, they may not. And and Kieran, that was the point I was, yeah, you, you read my mind. I mean, look, I think had they just ruled on the narrower ground, if they just said, look, forget, we're not going to deal with presidential immunity. We're going to deal with January 6th, your conduct, what we think was appropriate, inappropriate. No, this was not part of your duties as president. You were a candidate who had lost and, you know, you were complaining and you wanted people to go and protest. And I'm sorry, you don't have any protections. Jack Smith can proceed with his indictment. Then the Supreme Court would say, fine. I don't think the Supreme Court would have stepped in. But now when you're calling into question the very shield, the very doctrine of presidential immunity, I mean, look, the Supreme Court is arbitrary. They don't have to take a case. They're under no obligation. But I don't see them now not taking up the case, Mm. which means now they're taking up three cases, Colorado, which they just heard oral arguments today, the um, uh, this case, and then the scope of um, regarding these January 6th cases about the use of obstruction of justice. So the Supreme Court is now going to get sucked into the election, and that's the last thing they want. Are there nerves amongst Democrats as well and and non-Trump Republicans because of the the wide-ranging scope of this U.S. Court of Appeal decision? I think some legal, I mean, I know some legal experts are very worried the, Kieran, it's just hard to explain this. The intensity in this country right now, I've never seen anything like it. The mm. passions are running so high. Uh, the opponents of Trump really fear he's going to be a dictator, that if he comes to power, he will be a fascist and it will be the end of democracy. And they just want him off the ballot, period, by hook or by crook. His supporters are convinced that this is an attack on democracy itself because their argument is, look, if you don't like him, vote against him but let the people decide in November and that this is all part of a witch hunt to take Trump off the ballot or to send him to jail because Biden can't beat him at the polls. And so what I'm watching in front of my eyes is really we're becoming two nations. And the only comparison, in all honesty, I used to teach history at McGill University, American history. The only other comparison I can think of is 1860, where you can just see the country being divided almost along two camps. And that's why I'm hoping the Supreme Court steps in. I hope, especially on this Colorado case, which they're hearing today about taking Trump off the ballot, I hope it's a 9-0 decision that Trump should be allowed to remain on the ballot. You don't like him, vote against him. But the ultimate jury and judge and, and, and decider should be the people and not some court or some secretary of state or some state Supreme Court. Because what's going to happen automatically, I can tell you this, you can take it to the bank. If Colorado State Supreme Court ruling stands that they take Trump off the ballot in Colorado and Maine has said then they'll do the same thing. And then 11 other states are going to take Trump off the ballot. Texas, Florida, about 20 other red states have said we're going to retaliate. We're taking Joe Biden off the election, off the ballot. So what you're going to see is Trump will be off half the, uh, the ballot on half the states. Biden will be off the ballot in the other half of the states. You have complete political anarchy, complete chaos, a complete breakdown of the entire system. Wow. Well, listen, that comparison with 1860 is is an ominous one uh, to be making. So we, like everybody else, will be following those cases closely. Uh, the two before the Supreme Court already and possibly a third. Let me ask you this, Jeff. Are you going to watch Tucker Carlson interview Vladimir Putin? You know, honestly, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't until all of this hype 
And I mean, I just, the EU, I mean, uh, Kieran, you probably know better than I do. They're threatening to sanction him, or at least some members of the EU parliament are. They want to impose a travel ban. They're acting like he's a traitor. And I'm just thinking, let the guy go to Moscow. Let him interview Vladimir Putin. It's not the end of the world. Uh, you like what Putin says? Great. If you don't, you don't have to pay attention or listen. And you, the viewer or reader, decide. You know, I'm a big believer in the First Amendment, Kieran. I believe in freedom of speech, uh, freedom of expression, and freedom of the media. So let him, you know, I believe any journalist should be able to interview anyone they want, whether it's Saddam Hussein, whether it's the Ayatollah, whether it's the president or dictator of China. And yes, even Vladimir Putin, who personally I cannot stand. How, how, how big a deal is this in the States? It's getting a lot of attention oh, here. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Well, the White House got involved and the White House came out and said that Tucker Carlson is now a traitor. <laughs> And uh, so, I mean, see, it's always the rhetoric in this country now is just so over the top. Yeah. You know, they can't, you know, they can't even just say he's misguided. He shouldn't have done it. No, he's a traitor. He's a propagandist. He's a mouthpiece for Putin. And so now what they've done ironically is by demonizing and vilifying him, they've actually elevated him. And now it looks like he's going to have a massive audience. People are predicting 100 million views. Uh, I think it's going to be seen all over Europe, all over the United States. It's going to be unfiltered, unplugged. Yeah. And, you know, and the irony is, Kieran, CNN wanted to interview Putin. Well, I think, I think that's, that's, I think that's why I kind of uh, Tucker Carlson in this interview, he kind of has stuck in the craw of a lot of people is, and, and you like me would have watched this kind of big, long uh, kind of monologue he went on justifying the interview the other day he posted it up online and in it he talked about how you know people kind of give these softball interviews to President Zelensky all the time but nobody has bothered to ask Vladimir Putin what he thinks about this as if nobody wants to or has asked Vladimir Putin for an interview No you're right no, that, it, and that's the, the hypocrisy of this is stunning they'd love to have this scoop and so part of it is just professional jealousy and envy on the part of all these reporters. And of course, the reason why Putin is giving Tucker the exclusive is because Tucker is going to ask him some very soft questions. He's not going to hammer Vladimir Putin. So, you know, it, it, so I, I just look at this and I'm like, you know, that's why personally, before all of this, you know, uh, uh, hysteria broke out in this international furor. I probably, okay, interviews Vladimir Putin. I don't care. I pretty much know what Putin's going to say anyway. I know his arguments about Ukraine. I don't buy him. But the fact of the matter is, you know, I just, I wouldn't care. Now, I want to see what the big fuss is all about. (laughs) What's everybody so worried about? Jeff, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Uh, I hate to say it, but I think Kansas City. Uh, Why do you hate to say it? It's a victory for Tay-Tay. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly why. Oh, you know? come I mean, I'm not a big 49ers fan, but I, I am so sick of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Oh, By the way, my love daughter, the young dream. Oh, she sings every one of her songs all day, all night. And it's <laughs> Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. That's all it is in the media here nonstop. Will he propose at the Super Bowl <gasps> if they win? It's, I, I've had, it's a soap oh. opera. Jeff, Please, I don't, I don't think I don't think my heart could take it if he did it. Oh my God, <laughs> such excitement! <laughs> Jeff, listen, great to talk to you as always. Jeff Cooner is host of the Cooner Report on WRKOAM six eighty Radio in Boston. This listener says it's amazing how the Democrats are trying to jail their political opponents. American politics at the moment is rotten, and that's on both sides. However, I will go with Trump as he's least likely 
to go to war, says one listener. 40-odd presidents prior to Trump, says somebody else, had no issue with being indicted after leaving office. You only have a problem if you commit a crime. And Joe Biden hasn't done anything like that, unlike Trump. And one more for the moment, this from June in Kildare, who is an American, she points out. I have to say, I'm one of those liberals your guest regularly denigrates at this stage how anyone desires the despicable Trump back in the White House is beyond me. June, thank you for getting in touch. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.